is the Hollywood Chronicles with Frank McKay. With Frank McKay. Tune in each week for exclusive interviews with your favorite celebrities. Frank McKay here with a legend, an uh, indisputable legend, Pat Boone is our very special guest, and uh, let, me, let me just tell you, he's kicking off his 70th anniversary in show business with Grits. It's, uh, it, it's a, a major country vinyl project, and it's, uh, it, it'll be coming out uh, in, uh, in, a, in, a, in a short period of time, but uh, what, yeah. a, what a legend, what an honor it always is to have the great Pat Boone. Pat, how are you? What you say, it's Frank McKay. <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm doing great, and uh, and it's grits, plural, you know. Yeah. There's so many little, little tiny bits of grit, but now grit, of course, that's a whole different thing, but grits, shrimp and grits is sweeping the nation in fancy restaurants and, and hotels. Everywhere I go, I see on the menu now shrimp and grits, but, of course, it's been the southern staple, for so long, for countless years, and 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 you know, Frank, um, people will find it hard to believe, but I, I dreamed that song. I wrote it myself. I've written a lot of my own songs, but this one, it came to me in a dream, and I was celebrating having a big country hit, and and I could hear myself singing the lyric. But what happens in dreams sometimes is, you're dreaming it, you're loving it, and all of a sudden the thought creeps in. I think this may be a, a dream. And if that happens, then then all of a sudden you start waking up, and then you have trouble holding on to what you were dreaming. Yeah. But I came out of that dream with grits, grits, bestest food there is, country caviar, Tennessee foie gras, grits, grits, bestest food there is, keep your fancy food, give me my grits. And uh, and we make fun of escargot, them snails that got to go, <laughs> and and pate. What is that anyway? <laughs> and the, the Gatlin brothers joined me in the record, and they're saying, "Skip that smelly cheese. What is that? Uh, you can scrap that, please." <laughs> and uh, and what did I said, what is the one that rhymes with zoo? Um, I forget what that is. A uh, uh, food. I think. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think of what that food is, and I say, do you eat at the zoo? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so I, I'm making fun of all those fancy things, but but the record is hitting. I mean, we're right now, you know, this the record situation is so crazy now. But you have to go to Spotify, you have to go to uh, all these uh, social media outlets and so on. And but we're uh, last I checked, number five. Uh, in um, in downloads, and number ten in uh, unless I've got them back was number ten in streams. Yeah, and and just and really doing great. And the record is not even available in a store somewhere, but we're working on that uh, because we think it's going to be a major country hit because all country people eat grits. Yeah. In fact, Dean Miller. <clears throat> the son of Roger Miller, who wrote Dang Me and King of the Road and all those great songs, he's on this album with me, and he says, you know, I can hear my dad writing this song, Grits. Yeah, it's a, it's a great song. I've been listening to it. It's stuck in my head. I could have probably sang it for you. <laughs> Good. Uh, but uh, it is, uh, it, it, look, it's just amazing to me 
that you, you come out with grits and and you're right it's it's either and i saw the statistic somewhere else somebody sent it to me that's not even related to this interview or related to you and they were just uh, they were just talking about it and how amazing this is uh, you were a contemporary of Elvis Presley. In fact, my mother, yeah. and I told you off uh, off air, and I've told you before, my mother idolized you. She wasn't an Elvis fan. She was a Pat Boone fan. And, and there were oh, two different kind camps. Of woman. My, kind, my kind of woman. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know I, 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 this sounds silly uh, or wrong even, but um, but I always felt I had the highest quality fans. By that, I mean... They were the ones that did well in school. Uh, they, they, she did. They had a, a, a modicum of, of taste already, in, like the girls, and the guys were regular guys. And, and, and it, of course, most of my fans, as I thought at the time, were female, because uh, I was a teen idol. But, but the boys, they, I've had, I've heard these latter days from so many men who tell me now that, that uh, they were fans of mine when they were growing up as guys. I mean, of course, they either had to like me or Elvis or both. And, and that's what did happen was that, uh, that, some, that many of the same people were fans of both Elvis and mine. We matched each other record for record in the 50s. I had 41 chart records in the, in the, in the 50s. He, he had 40, but I had a six-month head start on him. And I had three million sellers before his first Heartbreak Hotel happened. Uh, and because his first record on Sun, Blue Moon of Kentucky, was not a hit, except regionally, because he was on the uh, Louisiana Hayride uh, radio show and, be and becoming popular. But, you know, that song, Blue Moon of Kentucky, was a bluegrass country song. And it was not what was happening in rhythm and blues. But, of course, he caught up with that real quick. But I had, I matched him record for record through the 50s, and that means that guys were liking my music as well as the girls. So I, I've always been so proud of that, that whole era in my life. Yeah, well, I mean, you should. But, I mean, the longevity is unbelievable. The I, I think the way you've run your life, too, has just been, you know, you're somebody people could admire, uh, uh, you know, grandparents, grandchildren, uh, sons, daughters. Yeah. I mean, you know, you've, you, you've done nothing uh, to shame your position ever. I mean, I, I think you've just done a, a great job, and kudos to you on that. And I think my listeners and, and, and everybody, whether they're fans of your music or, or not, uh, they, they would have to agree with that. You know, I got some of that same kind of comment from some of my fellow performers who have told me, entertainers, that said, I used to make fun of you because you seem so square. And so I eventually, knowing that, wrote a song, Are There Any More Squares Up There? Folks that believe in the golden rule, help me prove I'm not a doggone fool. Are there any more squares out there? And I was singing in my shows, but some, many entertainers, including Dean Martin and Johnny Carson and, and Phil Harris and a lot of entertainers have told me that, that uh, I was good joke material for them, but that they had come to really respect me because I stayed with my wife for well, 67 years now, we're still married. She's in heaven waiting for me now, but there's never going to be another one. Yeah. And, uh, and my daughters and uh, family and, and, you know, church-going people and Bible-believing people, and I'm in the Gospel Music Hall of Fame, 
though I'm not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, probably never will be because I didn't just stick to rock and roll. I had many hits that were rock and roll hits, more than some that are in there. But I was also recording at the same time big band jazz, swing, swing, you know, huge big band music, and gospel songs and country songs. I recorded more country songs than some country artists. My my album in which Grits is part, although it hasn't become a million seller yet, but 25 of the other songs in the album were all million selling country hits that I sang during my career in albums. And in some cases I had uh, my own pop versions of the country songs. Like everybody's going to have religion and glory. Everybody's going to that's called Wonderful Time Up There. Yeah. And it was a big gospel all-night singing kind of thing, and it became a number one hit in the rock and roll era. So I was just so eclectic that that people, it, my, my wife Shirley said, Pat, people don't know who you are. Are you a country artist? Are you rock and roll? Are you gospel? Are you patriotic? Uh, are you jazz? I said, yes, I'm all those <laughs> things. Well, <laughs> And, you know, if I'd stayed with one thing like Johnny Mathis did, just sing beautiful songs, or Tony Bennett, uh, probably I would have continued on the charts longer. But I, I was too eclectic. I loved it all, and I did a lot of it all. But then I would pop up on the charts from time to time with something that people had not expected from me at all. So as a result now, I've recorded over 2,300 songs, separate songs. Wow. Like three three hundred more than Bing Crosby, and uh, and I st I did I, I recorded three songs this last year with Crystal Gale, a remake of her um, "Just You and I." It was a Grammy winner with Eddie Rabbit, but he's been gone twenty years, so we redid that song together, Crystal Gale and I. And now I've got this song "Grits" that we think is going to be a country hit. It is becoming a country hit, and the album may become a, a hit country album. Well, listen, we're going to talk about it uh, for a long time uh, right now after we let you go. I know a lot of people are waiting to talk to you. Pat Boone, it's always an honor, and we'll be talking about grits uh, as we let you go. Thank you very much for being here. Okay. Happy grits, everybody. <laughs> Congrats. Congrats. Grits is the name of the song, his guest uh, well, album, uh, and, uh, and you know, it's just... Uh, it's, it's always great to talk to him. I wish I had him for a longer period of time. Um, uh, guest artist on this is uh, Ray Stevens, the Gatlin Brothers, Laurie Morgan, Deborah Allen, Dean Miller, and uh, again, uh, the, the great Pat Boone. Wherever you are politically, forget it. It doesn't matter. You got to admire this man for what he's done. Yeah, and he gets... The reason he's not going to get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because he had rock and roll hits and uh, and and you know he had more rock and roll hits than than a lot of the people that are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right? But he's uh, he's not considered a rock and roller, and the the people over at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is not going to put anyone. That, and I'm not making a political statement here. They're not going to put anyone that's this religious in. The uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They're just they're just not going to. He's um, he's very uh, he wears his uh, Christianity on his sleeve, and he's proud of it. And so does his daughter. His daughter Debbie Boone has been on you know this show several times, and I think we had her on uh, Christmas. Um, 
last time I spoke to her was at Christmas and she had the huge hit, uh, You Light Up My Life. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, I remember in, uh, in one of these, uh, one of these docu-series on VH1, I think it was uh, Remembering the 70s, and, uh, and one of the female comedians said it was, uh, it, she loved the song until she found out that the he that she was talking about, you uh, light up my life, was Jesus. And, and, and not just a guy, and she, and, and she said, oh, and that just creeped me out, you know, a love song to, uh, to Jesus. But listen, kudos to the Boones for, for sticking with their, you know, their beliefs. I mean, they're unapologetic about their, uh, their beliefs, and they should, they should be. Um, and, and, you know, listen, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm a Christian, but I'm not, um, you know, born again, or I'm not, um, I, you know, I'm not, um, you know, I don't wear it on my sleeve, uh, for sure. I have complete uh, tolerance for for people, you know, in all other uh, all other religions. Uh, you know, as long as they're not preaching hate or, or hate to another religion or anything along those lines. And you know, certainly there are people way extreme right that are just, uh, you know, they're anti uh, whoever's not uh, with them. And then there's people way to the left, you know, or atheists, let's say. That uh, that are just prejudice against the uh, the right, and uh, both of them forget it. I'm a moderate. I'm an independent. And when you come down to uh, you know a guy like like Pat Boone, you get you get uh, a guy like Pat Boone uh, on the show. You I, I, there's a million questions I'd like to ask him. By the way, I, I don't know how old he is. I'm gonna just kind of search it as as I'm talking here. But 70 years. 70 years in entertainment just think about it and he's you know he's made a fortune for himself it's um he's uh you know again done what he's wanted to do he's a gospel music hall of fame you know like you said but but pop music i, I mean he was he was going punch for punch with with elvis presley i wanted to ask him more about elvis presley and um oh i'm a big fan of also uh, Elvis Presley, but um, I wanted to talk to him and, and see what their relationship was like. Uh, Elvis was a Christian too, right? His, his mother was very, very religious, and uh, you know I've had his brother, his stepbrother on, um, this is Billy, uh, his brother Billy on a couple of times, and he talks about the religious aspect of uh, of Elvis, and you know I'm sure a lot of people kind of tune out, tune out when they. Uh, when they do that, but uh, it's uh, it, it's interesting to hear another aspect of Elvis. But I wanted to hear, you know, like were they adversarial? Were they? Friend? I'm sure he would say, you know, I, I don't hear Pat Boone, you know, like ripping uh, ripping people and contemporaries, and uh, you know, he's opinionated. Uh, but you know, he wasn't here. I mean, he's you know, look, uh, let me see when he was uh, when he was born, Pat Boone. Um, Oh, you know, and just uh, as I'm looking from this, from 55 to 59, Boone had 51 hit records, uh, and I'm just, you know, just grabbed this from somewhere uh, on the on the uh, pop charts to Elvis's 40. So uh, in that time period, they just um, they actually admired each other's music and developed a lasting friendship, according to this one uh, this one uh, site. And uh, let me see, Pat Boone was born in 34. Um, Wow, he's almost 90 years old, right? So the thing is, look, 
he's you, you hear him he's he's cogent uh beyond you know uh, cogent and i love getting people like him on uh paul anchor we've had on but uh, you know like the older folks and i'm saying this with the greatest respect just the the greatest respect they're not making any more of them and uh it's a different generation it's a different world and when I get an opportunity to, to talk to, when anybody says to me, hey, you wanna, you, you wanna talk to Pat Boone? And I, I oh, ab- absolutely always, uh, I don't know how many times we had him, a couple, you know, a couple of times, or Paul Anka, but anybody like that, um, Barbara Eden, right? I mean, uh, anybody that is, uh, has, has been at it this long, uh, I, I love it. And by the way, I haven't booked any, anything in, in so long. I haven't like, you know, hunted, for guests for a long time because I, you know different publicists and different friends of friends call and and I'm booked up you know I have you know I have uh, shows and I pre-record um, you know many interviews and and I have so many that I don't I, I just haven't been going out looking for them I don't know maybe four years now but I used to I used to you know hunt them down and you know try to uh, you know get them through email or some kind of social which is you know a tough way to do it and I ended up with, um, I ended up with, uh, uh, you know, a lot of older um, folks from uh, from pop culture, iconic shows, you know, the TV shows. And uh, my colleague here, Tom Shalero, great, uh, great guy, great show host. Um, you know, he always says, uh, you know, if, if you uh, if you listen to Frank, you, you'll you'll get a, a taste of, you know, the old timers or whatever. It's uh, if anybody who listens regularly you, you realize that you know most of the people that I'm getting have modern shows and very hot shows now and less and less people from from uh, pop culture um, I love to get them and the reason I'm getting less and less of them is because they're getting older right and they're and they're passing on I just you know just say it blatantly it's it's just part of the the life uh, cycle, and that's why it's important uh, to me to get um, some uh, you know some of these veteran actors, actresses, musicians. Dion Warwick the other day, and hopefully she lives another hundred years, you know, twenty years, thirty, whatever. But she's uh, when somebody asked me about Dion Warwick, I said absolutely, will absolutely take her, and it's it's so important for me to get these veterans. Uh, you know, and the young people too. I mean, I don't, I don't pass on anyone unless they're just completely um, irrelevant to to what I'm, what I'm doing. But anybody that's in the celebrity realm, um, that call, and a lot of them, you know, you can tell. I mean, we got celebrities every single day. Um, you know, the, you know, the three, four, uh, one. You know, sometimes we have a full show on them. But Pat Boone, I would, uh, I'd love to have an hour with and just go through it. And you know, usually once I once I get uh, like an hour-long show with somebody like this, I, I don't bother them for a second one. Um, I, you know, like Ed Asner, I've got several with him just because uh, uh, you know he had called or, or friends of friends had called before he passed, and now I'm grateful that I uh, that I have them. Um, you know, another guy who's not as known as that, but uh, Tony Dow uh, passed away not long ago, and he was the the older brother on Leave It to Beaver. And you know, I did an hour with him, um, 
Uh, you know, he was talking about his artwork mostly, but that was an iconic show for so many people. You know, not my, you know, favorite show, whatever, but it was for so many people. And I watched it as a kid, and a lot of people did. And by the way, millions upon millions upon millions of people watched it because there's three networks back then, right? It was ABC, CBS, and, and uh, NBC. You know, it wasn't a million shows like there are now. There was only a few shows because there were only a few channels. Uh, anyway, Pat Boone, um, thrilled to have had him again, and uh, you know we'll, you know, be talking to Debbie soon, and hopefully Pat again soon. But the reason for uh, the call here, the conversation here is grits. Uh, check out his record. It's uh, it's Pat Boone, and and it's uh, in the country mode. You know, and um, whether you like country or not. Whether you like Pat Boone or not, check it out. It's not going to cost you anything to check it out. Check it out uh, with Pat and download it. And uh, you know anybody who's uh, you know spent uh, 70 years, he's on a 70th anniversary in show business, um, has something going for him. Pat Boone is just you know a, a whole different category. Kudos to him. He's a he's a legend. Thrilled to have him. Frank McKay signing off. Pat Boone has been our very special guest. We'll see you all next time. You've been listening to the Hollywood Chronicles with Frank McKay. McKay. Tune in next week for more celebrity interviews with your favorite Hollywood stars.